I'm Colleen Smith. No relation. With us as always is Ian Smith. Hello. Related to me. Not related to me. Uh, Our theme this month is my first hate. Hate. First time I hate was hated or hated something. Oh, or? I didn't even think about the first time I was hated. Oh. That might even be a whole separate. That's coming up. <laughs> okay, good. Stay tuned. Um, Our guests tonight, shall I introduce yes, them? Yes, please. Uh, Mindy Sterling, Stephen Guarino. You can say hi. Oh, hello. 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 Hi. <laughs> and Diana Dinnerman. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Uh, so why don't we have you guys go around and introduce yourselves, and then we'll get into yeah, the just say hi, time. a little Mindy. something about Mindy Sterling. Yeah. Well, let's see. Um, I'm an actress. I'm the oldest one at the table. <laughs> I have a 23 year old son who will live with me uh, for a long time. Things oh. about Mindy. Things about Mindy. This uh, sounds like we're paying twenty five thousand dollars pyramids. Yes. Does he have a choice uh, oh, okay. Her? Yes. Um, I um, I enjoy. I have a dog who I love more than anything, and two cats, and none of them like each other. I um, <laughs> I hate. Oh, no, no. That, oh, that's the hate thing. No, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's saving good, that. That's good. You're good. Okay, and let's move on. Okay. All right. I'm Stephen Garino. Um, as we just said, I'm Italian, and I Italian from the waist down, and Irish <laughs> the rest. Okay, yeah, right, it's a, right, it's a right. penis joke. Um, I'm from Orlando. I don't oh. know if you're familiar. It's a Native American word. It's I'm from Central North Florida. Miami are, Beach. Are you? Yes. Well, then you know Florida. the dichotomy of being a Floridian and yeah. just <laughs> living with the truth of Chick, Florida. Our co-producer Chick is from Pensacola. Oh, which is that's deep south well, that's Florida. South yeah, yeah. Georgia. Very different. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I'm an actor and uh, a director now, which I'm sure means that my acting is coming to an end, um, <laughs> or that people are love more directing, more writing. I'm a writer, and I uh, some, sometimes I call myself a comedian. Although I've I've noticed recently that I don't enjoy comedy, yet I'm in it. <laughs> oh, that's Anyone ever, to ever, that. come, to that, ever come to that realization? <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Not a fan. <laughs> so funny, I love yeah. it. Wow. <laughs> I'm Diana Dinnerman. I'm a writer and a stand-up comedian. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. I still like it. <laughs> uh, what can I say? I do all sorts of things. I'm like a retired, uh, you know, stage whore. You know, I recently started singing again with an adult community choir. I'm the grouchiest person in the choir. Um, That's hilarious. Yeah. Grouchy choirist. I post about it on Instagram all the time. So adult community singers. <laughs> Can you believe I have to sing next to this alto? Wow. I can't concentrate. Oh, I love so it. much anger. Oh, that drama. Very funny. It's coming to a pilot script near you. <laughs> and that's it. I'm just really happy to be that's here. That's great. Thanks for coming. All right. Uh, let's talk about hate. Let's talk about hate. Let's All right. talk about hate. What do you got, Colleen? What do you hate? What are you hating on? Okay. So I was worried that this might be a super negative concept, but I think actually it's going to be really fun. Yes. Um, so when I was a little kid, I would say hate all the time. I'd say, I hate that or I love that. And people would say, don't say hate. And I hated that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I so went to meta. Catholic school where everyone thinks they're kind. And then in the midst of bashing gay people, they'll say, don't say you hate something. And I had this strong... I used to say all the time, if you don't love something or hate something, you're an idiot. Like, you don't have opinions. You should have opinions. Um, So I have a thing that I I think I hate more than anything else in the world, and I'm going to end with that. Okay. Um, I've hated it since childhood, and Ian already knows what it is. Uh, But I decided to make a list of things I hate. Excellent. Mm. These are not things that should be hated. But I hate them. Okay, I'm, oh, I'm going to so keep a things, running tally during this. So we may like them. You may like them. I don't care if you like them. I will hear, I will, what is it? I will give no quarter to your opinions about these things. <laughs> okay. Um, I loathe them, and, uh, and they make me crazy. So it's just going to be a list. 
uh, people jamming out on guitars. Um, <laughs> I get you it. Mean like, I you mean like you, know, like and they're not really. Like, you mean plucking? They're not really yeah, they're, playing but also anything. Also, just anybody who whips out an acoustic at a party. Is it, yeah. is it the sound of it or the confidence with which the, they're both. doing that annoys you? Uh, the transparency. I, yeah, yes, the I confidence. hate listening to mm. someone yeah. just like play. Well, a, especially because like it's a song that has no end. Oh. Yeah, and they're just you know going to town, and it's always those songs that everybody can play. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, I hate the song more than words. Mm. Oh, okay. Sorry, uh, extreme for listening. <laughs> uh, I hate dreads on white dudes. Mm. I find um, them disgusting. I disagree. Go on. Uh, mm. I hate puns. What? what? Yep. They make me furious. Yeah, um, see, they make people angry now. I work in puppetry, and so all you ever get is, like, pun jokes, because whatever creature you're playing, if you play a, a squirrel, it's all like, that's nuts! You know, and it's so... <laughs> it's so stupid <laughs> and constant... And it makes me so furious, and I find it the laziest form of writing. I don't mind, like, children's jokes that always involve puns. Right. But when you're writing real comedy and you put a pun in it, and you're not doing it to, like, write a dad joke, you think this is a high form of comedy, and you're mad at me because I won't say your pun through a squirrel puppet, (laughs) I won't do it. Um, I hate the singing that is scat. What? Yeah. Oh, no. It makes me want to kill somebody. Okay. What? Uh, I worked at a place that would play at uh, Christmas time a Manhattan Transfer Christmas <gasps> album. Yes, I love them. You don't like that. No. I don't like Manhattan Transfer. Oh, I, I do. I hate yeah. Manhattan Transfer. All right, it's cool. And I just thought of this. I also cannot stand Crosby, Stills, and Nash or Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. <gasps> I hate too many layered <laughs> harmonies. Oh, it interesting. Yeah. Does this include the Kim Cattrall scat video? That is, uh, I couldn't that's actually that's watch an outlier. it. That's an outlier. Wait a minute. Is that really a thing? Oh, you have so much to you, enjoy this year. <laughs> I honestly could only watch about this 30 down. seconds of it, and I got so uncomfortable, <laughs> I had to turn it off. It's Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall, yeah. yeah, all right, yeah. I, yeah. Look, I think yes. you just look at Kim Cattrall scats. I'm sure if I just write Kim Cattrall, something will come and up. I, and you hopefully will not get the other version of scat. Okay. Um, yeah, that, you I don't hate that. Yeah. No, yeah, don't. Two girls in a cup. You don't yeah. want that. I hate oh, the yeah. book, My Antonia. I don't know. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Willa Cather. She, don't know it's it. the worst. Willa Cather, as you know. Um, I hate when people refer to their female friends as their girlfriends or my girls. Oh, mm. when someone's like, I, I went to dinner with my girlfriends. Me and my girls really tore it up. Like I, I. So would you rather have somebody say, I went to dinner with my friends? Yes. Got it. Yeah. I don't understand. That's it's like us- saying my gays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's usually women who don't have any friends or like their female friends are all people that they don't actually like but they compete with so they feel some need to talk about it or they feel a need to be special by saying I have this gaggle but it's it, mm. I hate it. Okay, that's cool. uh, I hate the term lover. I also think that's disgusting. Very mm. aggressive. Yeah. You, even if it's an accurate description like yeah. if you're just having sex with someone because I would say like I'm having sex with them or they're my fuck buddy or whatever. Oh, it's my a lover. Totally different thing. Or my yeah. lover. Yeah. Um, I hate the hype around in and out the what? what? Hype around in and out I get Absolutely. Oh, in and out Burger? Yeah. I hate in and out Burger. And people it's talk fine. about it like it's a reason to move to the West Coast. I kind of agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, oh, I mentioned in this milieu, I hate Jackson Brown. I hate oh, milieu. I Just so you know, I hate milieu. Okay. I do like Jackson Brown. <laughs> um, I hate anything vanilla scented if it isn't actual <laughs> vanilla. So vanilla scented candles, wow. perfume, anything. Um, you and I would not match on Tinder. Do you like <laughs> scented stuff? I like scented stuff, just not vanilla scented. Just va- any vanilla, okay. Yeah. Uh, weather above 85 degrees. Uh, mm. People who come to movies and concerts to talk. 
I think ah. the, the most angry I've ever been, like, yelled at strangers, got hot, felt like I was maybe going to puke from rage, from turning around and yelling, and then being worried that I was so mad that they might hurt me, crying, emotion coming through at movies and at concerts. Can I just add to that? Because I hate that too. <laughs> but you know what I also hate? I hate when people eat popcorn in movies. Well, that's not. Because it's really, it's noisy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and it's like... That's, I don't think that's changing. And it it yeah, I think maybe we can get rid of talking. Okay. Um, I hate me around people I have a crush on. I really mm. shut down and I'm a terrible person. Mm -hmm. Or I get mean, like I'm 13 years old and I like somebody and I wish I was It's some kind of that awkwardness, yes. Yeah. yeah. I hate my arms. I've hated them since I was a small child. Oh, God. Still hate them. Wow. And you can't change them. No, you can't. There's okay. really, I, I Google sometimes piece about piece. like what you can do with arms. And I also look up, you know, when like a... Like a work them out. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> I hate when, it when people tell me to work out. Yeah, when um, you see models who like used to be bigger or like actresses that used to be bigger and they lose a bunch of weight, the first thing I look at is their arms. Yes. Because I'm like, did those bounce back or do they just have like saggy arm fat? I watch that Or too. arm skin. Um, I hate those glass wall blocks from the 80s. Oh, yes! Oh. What? Oh, Art Deco. I just saw some last you know, night and I hated them. A wall of glass cubes a dentist office might have and then yeah. suddenly restaurants had them. They're oh. disgusting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is so fun. I didn't occur to me how much fun I hate goths who think that, like, people are afraid of them. But on the flip side, I do hate the people who are afraid of goths or people who listen to death metal. <laughs> like, they're afraid, afraid of a 14-year-old kid who has, like, dyed his hair black and listens to Metallica. Like, you're an idiot. Um, I do, I hate Zoe Deschanel's cloudy singing voice. I don't hate her. <laughs> I just hate her singing voice. Isn't she very just kind of sing? No, it's like this. Oh, oh it is? Oh. Yeah. She'll be like, hey, I'm going to And it's... The worst. Oh my god, that's another one I have to listen to. Zoe, if you're listening, we'd love for you to be a guest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also another thing about her, but it, that's not her. I pay Some people category. who aren't Hawaiian who play the ukulele uh. or use the ukulele in their songs. First of all, I just want to acknowledge you for appropriately pronouncing ukulele. ukulele. I didn't who know says that it either. Ukulele. Everybody oh, that's, says it. I have no idea what what is it? What is it? Oh, ukulele. Yeah. Welcome from Hawaii. So. No, I know. I know. Um, I hate <laughs> silver heels. Healing bracelets, more on men than on women. Jesus. But have you ever seen someone just covered in silver healing bracelets? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's different. Uh, okay. I hate the uh, bathroom boats. I mean, sorry, uh, boat bathrooms. What you know, is like, that? You this is a very, uh, yeah, have you ever been on a boat in the bathrooms? Terrible. I got trapped in one Terrible. once. Well, they're so small. Yeah, and they want you to throw the your poop toilet paper out the window into the ocean. What? Because, yeah, because they can't accommodate. You're on the wrong boat. Yeah. That's, I've never heard of that in my life. No, no I've, been, I've been on cruises. Never. Okay. No, That's a new yacht. Yacht. Oh, a boat. Yacht or a boat. Oh, okay, I'm you've sorry. You just coined a new catchphrase. You're, you're on the, the wrong boat. boat. <laughs> when you're in your league, you're on the wrong boat. Um, I hate pranks. Uh, I hate bachelor party, bachelorette party penis shaped stuff. Yeah, yeah. frustrates yeah. me yeah. that like people think that women are like men and that women want to just see a bunch of penis stuff. Like I don't yeah, need no, to see anything penis shaped in my life. Yeah. Other than a penis that I'm attracted to the person. Right. And we're having sex, not just it's being whipped out. Um, I hate liver. Mm. Uh, oh, I, I like hate liver. the family guy. I love it. Mm -hmm. What? Uh, pretty much stuff. I love all these things. I know. Yeah, any of his projects. Uh, I hate when people <laughs> park and parallel park and you could have fit like three cars in that space, oh, yeah. but they parked like an idiot. So That's just uh, They might have just done that outside. I hate um, most reality TV. Competition where people are like skilled, I like. Me but too. Housewife stuff, I hate. Oh my God, I'm so with you on that. Uh, I hate third eye blind. 
Me what too. Is, I'm sorry, what is that? It's like 90s grungy. And that also reminds me also. Oh, it's a group. That like Americans who picked up weird British accents in the 90s would be like, it's about like makes me want to kill somebody. And I hate the movie The Family Stone. I find it one of the most pretentious, disgusting movies on the planet. The fact that she has a deaf gay son who's married to a, or no, she has a gay son who's married to a black son who's, I'm a black guy who's also deaf. And that Diane Keaton, in the midst of this rage, like signs aggressively at him that she loves him. It's just the most pretentious, shitty movie I've ever seen. Um, Very positioned. I understand. It was like, look how non-normative this family is. Yeah, it was spice it up. Yeah, it was strategically positioned. It was disgustingly pretentious. Um, And so then the last thing, because I do hate a lot of things, but the last thing, and that's the thing that's at the core of this, is I hate mushrooms. I have hated mushrooms. You're not the only. I love them. Wait, the psychedelics or the food? No, actual food mushrooms. Some people don't don't like them. I hate every version of them. I hate every form of them. Cooked and raw. The perfect meat substitute. The smell of mushrooms cooking makes me sad. (laughs) (laughs) When I was a kid, my mom would every once in a while cook mushrooms, and I would go in there, and I would plead, whispering, because if my father heard it, he'd yell at us, Whispering, crying, please don't make <gasps> mushrooms, please don't make mushrooms, and she would just make them. And why, once, why, why would your father have yelled at you for that? Because he's like, your mom's not a, a chef, I mean, oh, not a, it's oh, not a restaurant, you yeah, know what you, your mom's right, making. Got it. But you don't have to eat them. No, you have oh, to eat them. You had to. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> was, this is Burger King, ladies. Yeah. Oh. You eat, and it wasn't even <laughs> like, you oh, say? you could no. not eat that and make something for yourself. No. It was, and if you didn't eat it, it wasn't like, oh, you could go home, go to bed hungry. You would have to wake up the next morning and finish and it. eat that. There was no That's getting terrible. out of it. Well, so was it like a mushroom? Was it like a meal, or there was like yeah, a side she dish? Make, she would make beef stroganoff with, with mushrooms. mushrooms. Yeah, it. Um, I constant. It. And I shiitakes I, were the worst. Yeah, everything was disgusting. Oh, and I like regular mushrooms, but shiitakes are not good. We yeah. had a lot more button mushrooms than anything. And mm. I once tried to get around it by saving all the mushrooms for the end. And then swallowing them like pills with my milk, mm. which did get them all down. And then I got really nauseous and threw them all up. Now, the Isn't other thing I hate equally as mushrooms is that people will tell me, really? Maybe you haven't tried them in a yes. while. Maybe that's <laughs> Wait, not the way I make them. Not the way like I make them. Yeah. Ian also tell me how portobellos are different. I, I hate all of them. Anytime <laughs> they're in something, I can sense them. Even if I don't know mushrooms in it, they make me sad. They make me they angry. Make me sad. What? And I well, because it than, brings back horrible, you know. Yeah. More um, than I, you know. Obviously, it's like mushrooms, and then like is is here, and then obviously like injustice, racism, you know, violence are up there. But it's like they're all on kind of the same level. <laughs> and that is the end of my hatred. Wow, story. those wow. are amazing things, though. Is yeah. there anything you used to hate that now you like? Yeah. Mine is water chestnuts. <laughs> Hated them, love them now. Uh, the scat singing on Dark Side of the Moon, which we saw No, I can't stand it. Oh, we liked it live. Yeah. But I do think we left to get beer during the scat singing. Oh, no, no, no. No, we liked it because actually, and this is weird because I said I hate elaborate harmonies. Two women did it and they harmonized and it's weird to harmonize. That's not really scat singing. That actually was really beautiful. I take that back. And I used to think the movie, the song Baker Street was really annoying and depressing. That's and then Ian played the Foo Fighters the cover. <laughs> and now I like the original more than the Foo Fighters thing. Yeah. So yes. The original's uh, great. Yeah. But it's Jerry Rafferty. Change yeah. is yeah. possible. Change mm-hmm. is possible. And that's the end of my story. <laughs> wow. You did a deep dive. You really yeah. did. And it you inspired me to yeah. write some stuff down. 
You thought of a lot of stuff. I almost want to do that, but I actually do have a story. That yeah, I, I want to hear tell. a story. Yeah. I figured I was the only idiot who didn't really have a story other than hating mushrooms, so I was going to make a Quick PSA, though. Uh, raw mushrooms are toxic. You eat too many of them, you will regret it. I learned the hard way, just for anybody else. What, what toxic meaning It's It's diarrhea? a toxin deactivated by cooking that when you eat too many mushrooms, it's just like, it's almost like you've gotten... Uh, Umami you get, poisoning. What do you get from shrimp? Uh, uh, yeah. Seafood. Salmonella? No. Uh, uh, trig, 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 I had that. I had Scurvy. poisoning from shrimp before, That's and like your whole so. abdomen just like locks up for two days. It's the same. When you eat, <laughs> raw I don't like raw mushrooms, but I love cooked mushrooms. Yeah. Oh, I, like I don't hate them without I eat them. That's good stuff. All right. Mindy. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I like the fact that you went, you had a list and I started making a list because I couldn't think of things that I hated. There, I, there are lots of things that drive me crazy and insane. And that was, if you, if you asked me that, what drives you crazy and insane, then I could come up with a What's lot. What's the Which, difference? Uh, I don't know. I guess the word hate, you know, is so, it's especially nowadays. It's loaded. Yeah. It's, uh, it is. It's very loaded. So, um, and I'm sure that. No, I don't think I, it's not like I hate. I just really don't like certain things or people, um, you know, <laughs> but people. the reason, or people, but the reasons why maybe I don't like certain people as we all do, everybody has their own thing. But um, I think one of my big things is rudeness. Mm. I don't like rude people at all. I I've been blessed to, I mean, I, I'd like to think that I'm not a rude person. I've been blessed to, you know, been brought up to always say please and thank you and, um, you know, just let people know how much you appreciate them or if you're going to someone's house, though I did not bring anything here, uh, <laughs> to bring something, you, you know, things of that your nature. Story. I brought stories. Yeah. And, uh, but even, you know, like, you know, waitresses mm-hmm. who you can be rude or just people in the service industry because I, I just want to say, yeah, if you don't like working here, leave because this is not the place for you. But I won't say that. Um, but that's one of my big... But also uh, people that are rude to their waiters and waitresses. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, yes. I mean, I'm always... If I have a problem with someone, I always... I think I preference it with, you know, I don't mean to, to be mean or nasty, but... Right. Um, However... Because I do. I'm so self-conscious about, oh, my God, I don't want to, you know, hurt somebody or... But if I'm not getting the service or if I'm not getting or they're not listening to me, then it makes me angry. But... I think I, but I've learned my power as years have gone on. I also was a very, um, very sweet, very don't say anything, don't say anything to anybody, you know. And I think, um, you know, as I'm getting older, it's like <laughs> I want to say something. Um, <laughs> I okay, traffic. I that I do hate. I hate traffic in L.A. I hate traffic. Um, in LA because everybody's on their phone, including me. Um, I hate. You hate traffic because you are the traffic. I am the traffic. I'm always a part of it. Uh, I hate when somebody cuts That's in front of you. That's because you live on the you. west side. I now. know, it's but so really bad. everywhere. Yes. When somebody cuts in front of you, or you let them in, and they don't give you that thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm always like, I always we put my hand up whether yeah. they see it or yes, not, and I'm yes. like, thank yep. you, thank you so much. Yes. Or if um. The other day, I was I I um, cut somebody off, but it was because I couldn't see them coming. I looked to my left and I didn't see them, and there was this big UPS truck. I started to go, and it was this woman, this big SUV, and um, she looked at me and was just like, "Ah!" Oh! 
you know, and gave me the big, you know, eyes and what the, and I was like, I'm so sorry, I really think, you know, and I, I couldn't be like, oh my God, I'm sorry, I really didn't see, and she could care less. She could care less. So she I couldn't. Um, Thank you. That's yes, one of the things I hate. <laughs> that is true. Sorry. Um, but yes, so, um, you know, everything that involves traffic, where we're, um, and, you know, and again, it's everybody's on their phone, including me, um, <laughs> which is really, really bad. Um, I hate when people are talking to you and you're telling, I'm like all about like, please, you know, I listen to you. My eyes are on you. I don't... Um, do anything on my phone, and I see that you are. Um, I don't like when people are on their phone um, when I'm talking <laughs> at all. That's a fair um, hate. That's a fair hate. I hate the gym. <laughs> oh, we <laughs> found something. I hate, that is, I think, and I just I realized that I was working with a trainer and for like five years, and, and it was get, becoming so horrid for me and going and I hated how I was reacting to things and he would ask me to do something and I'd go no I'm not doing I mean I became ugly and I'd be I, I am not doing any more lunches that's it give me something else to do <laughs> and I mean we also had this kind of volatile relationship like we were you know married but we weren't at all um and um he would tell, all right, so we would try something new. <laughs> I'd be like, I can't do this. This is too hard. <laughs> so I realized I had to let him go, and I realized I'm not going to be that kind of a person that you want me to be um, because I just hate it. <laughs> so I have to find something else to do. You were right about lunges, workout. though, may I say? that is, There's nothing worse than a lunge. Well, and also, too, I and Flat. I don't do them correctly all the time. And if oh. I if my body isn't done correctly, then it my hips go out, and then I have to go to the chiropractor. I mean, <laughs> I already sleep with a dog and a cat. And if you think that I move, uh, you know, differently to get them away from me so I can have more room, that's not true. I have a California <laughs> king, and I'm sleeping in the tiniest little area <laughs> because I will not ask my dog to move. And that is how I, my body goes out. Mm -hmm. So if I do a lunge, that's what's going to happen to me. And I don't like to sweat. I used to like to sweat. I'm too old. <laughs> I don't want to sweat. I don't like cardio. But I know I have to do it, so I have to find something else to do. Um, I, okay, this is like a big thing for me, and especially now with everything that's going on. I hate when people are um, rewarded for bad behavior oh, in general, just one. in general, in general, in, in general where, um, you know, I've worked on enough shows where I see bad behavior happening all the time, and I'm not talking about um, this kind of bad behavior where it's sexual. I'm just talking about in general yeah. and, um, and how they're given all this money and how they're praised and how they're... And I, it, it really, really and makes me And how they, mad. in turn, treat people. It's yeah. It's just shocking. I don't like, well, and I also don't like when, when you're a guest star on a show and nobody comes up to you and introduces, this is the rudeness, and nobody introduces you uh, or, or introduces themselves, themselves to you and you're going to work with them. Right. And so it's up to me to now do that. And I'm always very nice to people if I'm, you know, doing a show, but um, that, that, again, is the rudeness and it's like... You motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, how dare you? I am just a guest. You're I'm a guest in their home. It's and a power play it, thing. It, it, it is, but, but again, it's like, what is the power? And But that's what I'm saying is you are you are given this incredible reward Gift, of doing yeah. a show that I would love to be a part of in any capacity, just being on a, a series. And you are given all this and, you know, shame on you. I would just want to go, shame on you. Yes. Um, 
I uh, and it goes such a long way. I mean, how many? It's all it is. You don't have to come and sit by me and talk to me. When they do come around the table and introduce themselves, it's such a lovely. You're, you're immediately at ease. Like, how hard is it to do that? Do you it's mean actors or producers or actors? Actors. Uh, actors. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people, um, you know, like writers and stuff. If they're on the set, they get a little shy and whatever. No, I'm talking about actors yeah. that are going to be uh, in your scene. Right. Right. That, um, and they're all on their phone. They are all on their phone. It should be banned from sets. Um, but no, I'm talking about just glad to have you, mm-hmm. you know, because being a guest is really a very difficult job. Yeah. Um, you are, you know, you don't know anybody. You are, you know, now you have to melt in with everybody and do your business. And it's always, for me, very intimidating. Yeah, and you have to bring whatever it was that got you the job in the yeah. first place to every moment of every yeah. second of and every day. And it's so day. small. And when you mess up, I'm always, you know, I'm always, I I have such anxiety over it and I mess up and I'm, I can make it funny when I mess up. But if, if everybody looks at you like, oh God, and rolls their eyes, (laughs) it's horrible. It's just hard. And I've had those, you know, situations. So again, that I think goes along with rudeness. Um, I hate, um, find... Gum under my seat. I like this is the family feud of answers. <laughs> I know. It's like the highest percentage choices of hate. I hate when you, um, do you know what I mean? Or you, you you go down and you drop something and under the table is gum. How I, often is that happening anymore? <laughs> no, I do see that a lot. <laughs> and it just really makes me like, I just get like I want to vomit. Um, <laughs> I Okay, this is, this is I you know, again, this I hate getting older. But... This is one of the things, like, you know, um, where you'll, you know, you're getting all made up and you're going out and you're like, hey, I look pretty good, all right. And you go out and you catch yourself somewhere in a mirror <laughs> and you look at yourself. I mean, I just got a picture um, of myself and she shows me the picture and yeah. I went, yeah, and I went, oh my God, I, I need to hold my stomach in. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I, and then all of a sudden I'm like, wow, I thought I looked better when I left the, my home. And now I'm like I'm looking horrible. And then, Or then you come home from your evening and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, <laughs> why didn't anyone tell me I look horrible? <laughs> I just like, it's that self-loathing like, Jesus, I don't think I should ever leave my home. Just I'm going to get dressed up and stay in my home. I do think, though, just uh, it's very important as human beings that we tell each other when something's wrong. Something's in your teeth, something's on your face. Tag no, I think out. it's just like, me, though. I don't think no, it's no. anything that anybody would go, Mindy, you don't look good tonight. No, no, I get I what you're saying. I'm just saying as a thing. We should all do that. Oh, I'm always, yeah, telling yes. people. Or if you'll <laughs> see me take out mirrors a lot after I eat. Yeah. And it isn't being vain. It's like... I do get things caught in my teeth. Like my teeth are very tight. <laughs> I have tight teeth too. I know what you mean. I've do you know what I mean? I have a hard time flossing. Yeah, I have tight teeth. Yeah, very tight tight teeth. Teeth. That's on her IMDb yeah. profile. Yeah. She has tight mm-hmm. teeth. Tight teeth. Tight teeth. Um, I uh, let's see. Um, I hate when I catch myself judging people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that, and I'm I, I'm notorious for. Um, Really um, being bad to myself and um, catching myself on things that I don't like when people do. And then I'll catch myself going, how dare you? How dare you talk about that person? How dare you look at that person and think blah, blah, blah. Because I'm all big with everybody has a story. You know, we yeah. know nothing about them. Mm-hmm. We know nothing, you know, what where they were right before they came into this store, um, other than other actors who don't talk to me. <laughs> um, uh, and, um, uh, okay, this is something that drives me fucking crazy. I, 
I love animals. If you know, if you're on my Facebook and you know that's mm-hmm. all I share are animal videos and babies. <laughs> I mean, if I could have more babies, I could, but I'm too old. Um, but animals and babies, I'm so so. That's my my love, my passion. But I hate when they dress up animals. <laughs> Well, no, I won't even look at you know when you know when when on Facebook and someone you'll see and they're probably all acting and you know a dog and it there and the dog is all blah 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 and you're like oh poor Sheba she was and it's like I don't care if it's a good story at the end I don't want to see it I don't want to see it and I mean I physically get ill yeah yeah physically there's something that happens to me and um, no I can't stand when those poor animals are like sitting there and they are all decked out in something and look at you know she look at Sheba this is an outfit I just bought her it and that dog is just <laughs> hating it so uh Halloween pictures of hate him okay. hate him <laughs> so and Wendy McClendon Covey who I just worked with on the Goldbergs and she does every year she oh, she's like five so cats great. that episode is so great she thank you she has five cats and she did a whole parade <laughs> of um, Christmas outfits and I was like Wendy don't <laughs> and she goes what and I love it and I, and I watched them go no they don't, <laughs> oh, they don't. but that's but that's like like a huge pet peeve of mine. don't ever I used to bring my dog to this place um, that friends of mine would watch it. And when I would pick her up, Hazel would have a little kerchief around her neck. You don't even like kerchiefs? No! I don't get it! Why? She's not sweating. (laughs) And you know, like a little bandana around her neck. And I go, okay, Mia, do not bring my dog to me with a bandana around her neck. I don't like that at all. It's not like, well, we have to put a bandana around her neck so we can tell her apart from the other dogs. No. Hazel is one of a kind. You'll be able to tell her. <laughs> so, no, I'm very, um, and I say it in a sweet way, but no, people know I don't like it at all. Oh, my God. I love a bandana on a dog. No! I put bandanas on all my dogs. No, see, I know. Now, if a sweater, I've gotten used to seeing dogs with sweaters because people are like, my dog, no, really, it's cold. Well, and, my dog oh, has no hair, so my dog will literally I understand shiver that, if I don't But do not show me a goddamn dog with booties. Oh, but they need them. No, they do not. Yes, they No. They've lived live millions of years My without them. My dog played with a dog, and uh, the dog w- w- wore his feet out playing on cement and grass. Like, had to go to the vet, was uh, swollen. Well, I, there's really. something wrong with your dog, because <laughs> I my dog does that. My dog does that, and I don't see any, any feed problems. Well, uh, yeah, ducks was fine, but ducks is a Labrador with hearty feet. This was a pit bull mix that has, like, thin... I, well, no, usually it's not pit bulls. Usually they're the little white dogs that go, which are insane. And they're all dressed up and they're all, and they're, you know, with their their mom. And um, they're walking around and the leash is like a mile long. And it's like, you know, oh my God. No. I love how angry you are. There's my judging. This. Yeah, no, I love it. You're not judging. This is so fascinating. You listed a lot of things, all of which are fairly hate worthy, but this, you are so passionate this is about you're this. The most because I, because about. it's like they're children to me. And they're, and yes, and I probably talked to them, and you probably could say, I hate when people kiss them on the lips. I hate when you sleep with them. I, you know, I mean, if a doctor ever said to me, you cannot sleep with your dog, you know, it'd be like, no, that's not true. 
<laughs> and I don't care if I don't care if my body gets tangled up in in uh, some horrible um, scoliosis, you know, like thing. No, I get I, it. Your dogs can pretty much do anything. Except, I will just say this as an aside: we were talking about not being here on Christmas Day and going to surprise my sister. And my mom was like, "Well, I'll stay here and watch the dogs for you." And then I thought, my mom, who's eighty and upstairs and in great health, but I was like, if she dropped dead and my dogs ate her face, I would have to get rid of my dogs. And wait a minute, and your dogs ate. No, if they did, then why I'd have would to you? Eat. Why would they eat her face? If she was dead, and then they weren't here to feed them. They, they, they don't eat fat. It's a cannibals. Yeah, it's a cat thing. Dogs don't really eat. Cats don't eat people's faces. If they faces. were left yes, alone for days, it stop it. But you'd have to stop get rid of them because they ate her because face? Because they ate my mom's face. Oh, like, I love my dogs. They can face. pretty much do anything they want, but if they ate my they dead mom's, mom's face. face. Right. They wouldn't eat your dead mom's face because you would call and you would go, Something's, I'm um, I'm scared because my mother isn't picking up. And, and the dogs can answer the phone and go, yeah, we're No, because you'd go, I need to go home. They wait a while before they eat stuff. I think they have to corrode. Your mother would have to corrode. We hijacked Mindy's story. Do you have any more hates, I'm sorry, I hijacked. You're right. Let me just see. Oh, just check your list. Twice. The behavior looks before coming home, judging people gums. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sure that as people talk, I'll jump upon mm-hmm. you. But no, I think that's it. Thank now, you very much. Mindy, real quick. Yes. Have you ever waited tables? Yes. So I'm not very good. Well, that's how long did you wait? Oh, tables? like. I think I probably did it just um, six weeks. Okay, so you're not you. Uh, what I would say, as somebody who waited tables for seven years, yes, the sentence "if you don't like this job, get out of it." That's all I, I would want never to say that. No, but you said if this isn't for you, right? No one waiting tables Has is like ever this wanted. is what I want to do. <laughs> no, everyone is waiting tables for the most part. There are people who probably make really good money at something. They are there because they are working towards something else, or they run out of options. Waiting tables, I think, has been classified as like the fifth most stressful job. And I totally agree. And I don't think you're shitty to people. But no. what I will say is, <laughs> you have to, I, as a person who's waited tables, no matter how rude a waiter is to me, you have literally no idea what Their fresh yes. shit. They are the people you should give the most leeway to. Now, there's nothing wrong with saying, like, I'm hey, going to disagree I, with you. But keep going. Uh, but I, I'm a. I'm a. I'll tell you what. I am a good tipper, and I. Good. I absolutely agree with you. And I. I. But I guess my in my um, uh, defense, I feel like, and I know that it's a really hard job because I tried it, and I got to tell you, I was horrid, <laughs> and I was almost in tears, um, because I want to make everyone happy, <laughs> and uh, but what I'm saying is. There is the difference between, this is the, the rudeness thing, to go, I mean, first of all, if you're crazy and, and people are sick, just come by me and just go, I'm so sorry we're short a staff. I will be right with you. Thank you. That's all I want from you. Communication. As, yes, as opposed to looking for you. And if you're going to be, and I haven't really been around a lot of rude, but I think it's the, it's just the nastiness and it's like, Maybe just say to me, I'm going to be really nasty before. Like Mike, Mike McDonald was a horrible, <laughs> horrible waiter. <laughs> he will tell you he was nasty to people because they were always nasty to him. So I think, oh my God, so you just, you just went for it, right. you know? So, but no, I, I so agree. And I don't think you're rude to people, but I would say being rude sometimes as a waiter can protect you because I waited tables once and I was... I was in a good mood because I was a swing shift person. I was just there to cover people during their break. So I was in a good mood because I got to leave. And I was like, hi, to every table. And they were so 
mean to me. Every table was so mean to me. And then the next day I came in and I was like, hi, what can I get you? And everybody was so nice to me. It was like, they just, just, they didn't want, they didn't want you. I I don't like, hi. But see, you're <laughs> mad at someone for being polite. And you know me. I'm but not, that's not polite. I'm that's not, fake. No, no, no. I was <laughs> genuinely happy. I was stoked. I was like, hi guys, how's it going? You want some food? And oh, it was well, like. Then they, those people, then those people were, they're yeah. nasty. I don't like those now. I don't think I should ever go out again to eat. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. I, I eat out all the time. I just had to, as anybody yes. who's listening who waits tables, I had to I be know, the I don't voice. want them to think nobody's going to ever want to wait, wait no, on No, no, no. no I, first of all, I would never, I ever say that. I disagree, but I'm not going to hijack again. I all right. did it once. All right. Mindy, thank, thank you. you. You're welcome. Yay! <laughs> Yay! All right. Stephen, tell us a story, will I indeed have a story. Hooray! I don't have a list. Um... Although Audrey Hepburn would be on it, toe rings, <laughs> and people that say too much information. Oh my God, I hate TMI. I hate that. It oh always God, follows a very basic Audrey gay Hepburn. sex comment. They're like, too much information. You know that, that is like one of my biggest problems. Is Saying that it. I say too much. <laughs> that my friend literally has to cut me off. But they oh. shouldn't say Who, TMI. Annie? It's the most yeah. dismissive, rude oh, thing to say. I don't know who will say that to me, yeah. but I yeah. do I do overshare. You're saying okay. people that actually say too, TMI, too much information? Uh, either or version, either but way, any yeah. comment on yeah. that after I say any Copy sort that. of story. <laughs> Copy that. Um, I also do hate at the airport when you have to take your shoes off if a man has like a nude ballet head. <laughs> That's a fair <laughs> hatred. That's I, fair. I want to fucking scream. That's yeah. fair. I'd rather them walk I barefoot through it than have a nude ballet head. All right, mine's it's a story. It's a sock that you put inside it. Yeah. You, can, you can't see you the can't sock. See yeah, it's a no-see yeah, okay. sock. It's somewhere between a pantyhose and an ankle <laughs> sock. Just in case. And it just it drives me crazy. All right, I do have a story for you. Excellent. And I didn't think to make take notes until you said do so, and I thought, well, I'll do that. Um, so this is a story um, of when I first recall my heart turning to ice <laughs> and hardening and the thought of hate. And what I was going to do with this new information nice. was my earliest memory of that. I had a really intensely beautiful childhood up till this moment. <laughs> this is uh, the same, probably same exact moment I became a gay man. Same exact moment I understood heterosexual society. Interesting. Uh, and so here's the story. Uh, so I want you to picture it's 1991, 92-ish in Orlando, Florida. And I am newly crowned president of the Deltona High Drama Club. Oh. A very fierce debate with Beth Wheatley, <laughs> a lesbian stage manager. Not even a cliche. This is true. She knows she's still my friend. Yes, yeah. that's right. Um, I had some outside um, agent in, or in Orlando. I had done some Nickelodeon shows. So I had a lot of cachet around the school. <laughs> that makes sense. So I was the newly crowned uh, prince of drama club. And I decided to select... Um, eight very uh, special people to join me on a theatrical adventure that was going to be at my house. <laughs> so the first thing we did was meet, and do you know what a Florida room is with hurricane windows? No, yes. I do. It's our version of a basement, or yeah, it's like a pat indoor patio in Florida. <laughs> um, and we were, all, and whenever I visited my uncles and uh, aunts in the north, I was always like amazed by like double, you know, two-story homes and basements and all that. I was I really loved the idea of a basement, you know, and was so artistic. So we're in the Florida room of my friend Sean. And uh, the nine of us decided to come up with a group name. And we decided it would be really cool to be called B9 for Basement Nine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we had, like, an insignia, like we did, like, this. 
He's making finger shapes <laughs> that sort of look like, like a bee, but it doesn't at all. Um, and so we decide. Yes, that made me laugh. Uh, maybe think because we based it on a band called L Seven, which was a punk rock all girl band. You remember? Oh, yeah. And they did L Seven yep. was their thing. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying any of this to sound cool. This was all a nightmare. In yeah. retrospect, I cannot believe how <laughs> egomaniacal cool. I was. Cool. So Basement 9 decided to put on a show in my living room. And I talked to my parents and I said, it's really important you can't be there for this because it's just going to be an exploration of drama and theatrics and all like that. <laughs> so we made up a playlist of the performances that were going to happen. Uh, one included um, uh, sort of a retelling of Under the Sea from Little Mermaid. Yes, um, of course. Uh, <laughs> second one was called My Friend Tanya. She's still stands by it. I was actually a pretty good number. I was called Tanya's erotica and it was to Madonna's erotica uh-huh. and she was going to do this sort of three girl lesbian modern dance. Um, there was a monologue. Uh, I don't see, I, I can absolutely see that happening on So You Think You Can Dance by the way. I can totally <laughs> yeah. see that today happening. That's true. Yes. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Don't, we were don't be time. so hard on yourself. How ironic my mother's calling me she's about to enter the story. So um, <laughs> my mother says, alright your dad's not here, I'll go to a friend's house for a couple hours and do this. So we put up flyers, we put them around ta- uh, around school, and I remember the principal called me to the office and had questioned me about what Tanya's erotica was. And I said, it's really, it's just the name is erotic, the actual thing isn't, anyway. There was also a monologue um, uh, about chasing windmills from Don Quixote uh-huh. in there, as one does. <laughs> Ahead of our time, really. Anyway, yeah. so um, the grand finale of the night um, was me in uh, heels, and a speedo and a, like a banana clip and my hair, which already was down to my shoulders, oh, no. curly dyed brick red and shaved on this oh, side. Wow! It was I love a simply you. red look. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna do Frankenfurter, the entrance of Frankenfurter in Rocky Horror. Yes. I'm gonna do it from my attic stairs, <laughs> which is just the kind of attic with the pole yeah, like, string. Uh, we have yeah. one upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was going to wait up there for the entire show to end. (laughs) So I'm up in my incredibly hot attic um, in a Speedo in heels and a banana clip and just, you know, what you do right before a show. This is either going to be the greatest thing ever. This is going to be the biggest nightmare that ever happened. So back and forth the two. And the music started and... My friend pulled down the stairs, and I started coming down and to a you know forty other high school students in my <laughs> living room, and performed the lip sync of Frankenfurter <laughs> to, on a little wooden stage. By the way, that my mother's friend made for me because oh. I was an actor. Sure, <laughs> you know, like when you get a drama mask for graduation, uh-huh, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. You got like this means nothing to me. But thank you. Um, needless to say, it did not go well. Oh, no. And that was my first experience when I had failed so hard, and it was in our, well, whatever we call it now, it is in a much lighter way, bombing. I became, I was like, I will never feel this feeling of performance failure again. There's more to the story on that night, but to, to expand on that a bit, ever since then, I have been so conscious of that, and I, it took me a couple years to realize I was doing it. Even though I'm in comedy and I've done improv and all that, I have done it in the most set-up, safe you know, like, as opposed to doing, like, a show on a Tuesday night in some warehouse for some church or whatever that. Like, Groundlings is a great example. I love doing shows there because I know there's a stage manager. There's lights up. There's lights down. Well, the can show- I ask you something? Why yeah. did you, 
what? How do you know that you failed so horribly? Was it the response? The response. Oh, dead he's silence. About to tell us that. Yeah. Yeah. So dead silence. I came down. I performed the number. I immediately started getting flop sweat. It was so hot in the attic that the makeup I had on was coming down. The speedos. I caught myself in my mother's like den mirror with like a big roll. I was chubby, and I just immediately at the start was like. You don't have them. This isn't going well, which is absurd. <laughs> of course, it didn't go well. I, don't know, I was like exposing fourteen-year-olds to Rocky Horror. They didn't know what it was. You know what I mean? So I'm doing. I'm, I'm a sweet transsexual from Transylvania. Yeah, they're too young for that. Oh, and oh, geez. certainly, I didn't perform it well. It was just a nightmare. Was crickets, people walking out. Oh. Gay, gay oh, comments, what a faggot. Oh. oh my God, this is some people left the party. It got so weird. Does that make sense? Yeah. I yeah. just went terribly. So yeah. I remember I ran to my bedroom and I was like, I'm, I'm going to cry. I'm going to start to cry. And in my bedroom was the most popular girl in high school who I had already kind of couldn't believe came to the party. And then I was doubly uh, surprised to see her in my waterbed reading... <laughs> She had, take, she had taken she had taken Dictionary of Farts. You know that book that's always in everyone's bathroom yes. in Florida? Yes. <laughs> it's like a hundred farts explained. Um, she was just lightly leafing through Dictionary of Farts Wait, on my waterbed. Like, your... She was in there to avoid the whole party. The whole oh. party. And I said, I don't think that went well. I'm really upset. And then I remember her going, I called my mom to come pick me up. And then I remember going, this woman is not my ally. This woman represents people that are not my ally. Oh. In the moment of crisis, this person is not oh, the yeah. kind of person that's my ally. Which, interesting, and certainly that is different nowadays, but for a long time, a very hard time getting close to women uh, from that moment. It was very interesting. And um, there's a little bit more, if you'll permit me. Yeah. So uh, We're all very, very intrigued. I didn't want to cry, and so I ran out of the house, and I hid in my mother's Dodge Ram van, like in the fourth seat in Still the Still in heels and underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I stayed there for hours, and I was too embarrassed to come out. People started leaving, and while I was in the van. And this is your house. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Do you and have siblings? I have a brother, but he was also not supposed to be there. He was to, not, well, not there. Okay, yeah. That night. And so I hid in the van crying and and was in there for a, a long time. And in that time, my mother had returned home, found out I was missing, called the police. Oh, my God. Made everyone leave the party. Someone had made some story up about, like, there was some transient man walking around the trash cans. <laughs> Why are they so... <laughs> they, oh everyone just, it became an entire thing. Party destroyed, party ruined, everybody goes home. I finally come out of the van to like an empty house and my mother like bawling, where have you been? And so I'm not, I haven't really actually worked out what that means in reference to the hate that I build up, but um, I thought, oh, I've hurt people in this process, so maybe that's just another layer. but ever since then, I have not, I've not been a risky performer. I'm an outrageous comedian, but I don't do just any show. I don't work with just anybody. I, I have such a terrible feeling after bombing. It's why I was a terrible stand-up. I would go, six days, six days with a bad stand-up uh-huh, set, uh-huh. not being able to get over it. Right. Yeah, and um, I thought that that was an interesting turning point for me. God, that's that's such, I just love that you said that because I think I just I mean I really resonates with me I hate it I hate bombing so much and it definitely yeah. has held me back over the years the fear of it just being awful and well so I think I'm, that's and that's also I mean bombing it's like for me it's auditions it's that fear yeah. of my god I'm gonna fuck this up so bad so yeah. how do you deal with auditions um 
I will say I'm a very good auditioner, so oh, I don't tend go. to bomb in them, and I'm overly prepared. I mean, I don't. I'm always off book. Oh, wow. I have made, all, and my default when I'm nervous is to like eat people alive and you know mm-hmm. make the receptionist there like super uncomfortable because I'm warming up with her. Oh, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. one of those people that's talking to everybody talking who's to trying everybody. to yes. work yes. <laughs> on yes. their thing. Yes, and I'm just working it out. Um, so I don't tend to bomb there, but I won't. You know, I think I was always make. Like, fun, happy fun of Drew Drogi, who will do a show every single night, yes. maybe three a night. Three he doesn't care night. if it's good, bad, or whatever. I know. And I just, it just blows my mind, you know? Yeah. And then when I do decide to do something, I need weeks of preparation, and I need mm-hmm. to be assured it's going to go well. So. That's, I, and I mean, because that was how long ago? Oh, it was like 15, yeah. That's, 15, yeah, I mean, so that thir- really, so that scarred you yeah. so bad. Have you done any work to prevent, to help that? Um, I'll jump into certain things. You know, I did Chris uh, Eckert's um, Gale, Gale a couple uh-huh. weeks ago. It's an all-gay ske- uh, all uh, uh, improv show with Amazing improv show and very much an ensemble-based yep. thing. And, oh, was I... I love him. I love Chris, but in my head I was just screaming. I was like, where do I belong? How do I win? How do I win? How do I not look like I'm losing? How do I... I'm not meant for ensemble. All right. And, uh, you know, I got through it, but I thought, oh, I won't do that twice. Yeah. <laughs> what were the sense? repercussions at school when you went back? Well, uh, n- not as lasting as I thought they'd be because it was in my mind more than that. Sure. And uh, I definitely um, stopped being as uh, flamboyant, and I sort of did like mm. a butcher thing mm. as I went to the end of my gayness. You know what I mean? <laughs> I started just doing flannel and sort of a prog- <laughs> the progressive look. You know, yeah. it was like hang out with the goths, but it, but not skatery, but right, you know, somewhere in the middle. Uh, and then. Um, I did run for, I, just as a capper, I ran for Mr. Deltona High with that same Don Quixote monologue. <laughs> um, and I came in second place oh. because the French exchange student, Jean Claude, oh. sang oh. End of the Road by Boys to Men. Obviously. Fucking French. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, and that's wow. my story. Yes, yes that was a great story. That just broke my heart. And I totally identified with so much of that. Yeah. Do you have a picture of the Simply Red haircut? Oh my God, yes. Can we uh, and it's on your phone right now? We can put, we can oh, no, no, on, I have it on Facebook somewhere from the days. Yes, I would love it. We night. can put it on the Facebook oh, yeah. site. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, I meant to give awesome. you that. Can I give you at the end of the show? Oh, can we do it now? Yeah. Yeah, Mary Jo. So, but is it on air? Are we still on air? We're yeah. Still, we're still yeah. Still oh, I thought we stopped for some yeah, reason. We stopped. Oh, I'd over. like to give you a gift, please. Okay, so Stephen. Mary Jo, narrate. Well, she doesn't know anything. I don't know anything. Yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, So this is a gift. This is a gift from the brilliant actor and comedian Jimmy Ray Bennett to you and your sister. And he left town, went back to New York uh, to get back into his Broadway roots and didn't have time to give this to you. So that's really it. You're going to miss the visual. Maybe we'll put a picture of it on the site. Do you know this person? I do. Jimmy Ray Bennett, who should totally do the show. Uh, is part of a three-man group that Steven is part of that does the one of the best improv shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow. Leapfrog. Which the Groundlings is no, very... Nuclear, nuclear, family. nuclear family. Yeah, Subway which Prop. Groundlings was so lovely to right, uh, host us. Oh, nice. Sponsored us. Oh, nice. Okay, are we ready? Yeah. This is real time. This is real time. Open it. On the show. Oh, my God. You love it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is so amazing. Oh, look at that. I'm guessing the ponytail is Jennifer and the hair down is me. Oh, absolutely. I would disagree. I would think the other way around, too. I don't know why. No, no, you're on the right. I'm right. You're on the right. Oh, I'm on the right. Oh, Jimmy will have to tell you, but I thought you were on the right. 
Well, that's okay. fantastic. Yeah. This is Which amazing. Which one do you think it's, is you? It's a very beautiful uh, drawing of me and my sister. But she has redheads so with hearts cute. on them. We're so, so easy to tell, but we're so interchangeable that it would make sense that you couldn't tell which one of us. <laughs> this actually works perfectly for One's not face. redder and one's not more strawberry blonde. Jimmy, I'll give you notes. <laughs> that's awesome. What a great gift. What a lovely thing to do. We should put a picture of this picture on the website. Yeah. Well. All right. Diana Dinnerman, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, hello. 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 I had such a hard time coming up with this because I've worked so hard to distance myself from negative emotions. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I appreciate you reaching Nevertheless, here's my list. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I think it's, I mean, we're all comedians, right? So we have... We have big reactions to small things and small reactions to big things, mm-hmm. you know? So yes. it's the tiniest mm-hmm. little things. And I was like, I have all these little irks. I was like, I hate papaya. <laughs> oh. I cannot <laughs> stand it. Too. You do? Yes. I taste like dirt. Mm. It's disgusting. I hate blueberries. I hate bitter flavors. <sighs> like anything cherry flavored. I hate stained glass. What? Hideous. <laughs> But I'm going back to blueberries and cherries. Wait, I stained glass? Those. Like, if you're stained glass, church? like I'm in a church, I'm like, what is this nonsense? <laughs> <laughs> I saw stained glass in earth tones, and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> in <laughs> earth tones, that is disgusting. weird. Disgusting. I mean, if you're in Notre Dame, it's a different story, but even then, I'm like, c'est suffit. I hate cleaning. I hate it cleaning. <gasps> I, I hate it. I hate abuses of power. That's a big one, abuses of power. That's why the customer service stuff upsets me. Mm -hmm. When people are dominant to anybody in the customer service industry, I think it's disgusting. Uh, I hate coercion, which means I hate Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Easter holidays are all forms of coercion, and I will have none of it. (laughs) For those of you listening should know that we're in a house that is so overly decorated. (laughs) My house is so Christmas decorated. This is the first time we've had Christmas ball decorations (laughs) on the table. Coercion. I didn't know there was a phrase. I feel that. Now you've given me a... It's very threatening. Do you feel like... All of humankind are sheep. Like, you don't think we have our own autonomy that we could choose to enjoy a holiday? I don't go that deep with it. I okay. just... That's just one just thing that just bothers you. And I don't like Christmas music unless oh. it's in Latin. Then it's fine. <laughs> well, you must hate, like, an earnest Christmas carol. Like, with I four sing in a choir that does holiday music. <laughs> <laughs> and I am just chomping at the bit for the Jewish hymns. Uh, <laughs> but that's the same because, thing. No, no. Because all the minor chords release suffering. Yeah. And I love a sad Jewish song. All the Jewish songs are sad and all the Christmas songs are happy. No, Drummer Boy Jewish... is the saddest goddamn song. <laughs> okay, that is and I will cry right. What Jewish Drummer song Boy? is sad? Oh, it, they just sound sad, even mm. though they're all about like truth and peace and love. Yeah, Mindy's they Jewish. She's gonna get on you. I'm Jewish too. No, I know. I can't even think of a Bashana, Al Shoshana. I don't know any of those songs. Like, I'm not that Jewish. Okay. <laughs> you're just you're Jewish like I'm Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas I have Christmas all over me. my Gelt, dreidels, yeah. <laughs> it's everywhere, you know. You can't go anywhere where it's not. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's yeah, probably why it drives you crazy. I go to crazy. Joshua Tree for a silent retreat all, for 10 days, wow. and it's not there. <laughs> I think I hate your silent retreat. But continue. <laughs> you were so noise. cute when you came in. I, I hate love boys. Si- I hate noise. Oh, noise. A voice. Noise. I hate noise. And I'm a big silence person. Any sort of Jesus talk, no. <laughs> I hate I hate happy birthday. I hate the song. 
No. I think it should be a Jehovah's Witness. I hate the song Happy Birthday. People it's a terrible celebrate song. their birthdays and it's fine, but it sounds That's like a, a very sad, sounds like a funeral dirge. Song. Yes. Happy birthday happy to you. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday, birthday dear. Yeah. Nobody sings on the same key. It's okay. terrible. I hate the national anthem. I hate Crushed Velvet. <laughs> no one likes Crushed Velvet. I mean, as a trend, I've yeah. never appreciated no, right. it. And it is back. Yeah, yes, it is. And burned out fabric. I terrible, hate that too, terrible. Yeah. I hate it when women objectify other women. Mm. That's very upsetting to me. When you walk in a room and a woman looks you up and down the way a man would to, mm-hmm. to check out the goods, it's mm. very disturbing to me. It makes my skin crawl. I've left parties because of it. <laughs> but let me ask you this. Will you look at someone that's had a lot of work done? You won't give them a... Never. You will never look at them and in your mind go, I have, oh my honey, nope. somebody needs to tell you to stop. I look away. I have actually disciplined myself into this. I just wrote an article about it. You've actually. never like looked at Britney Spears doing um, Oops, I Did It Again and been like, shit. Those, I'm sure that I did. Those boobs and that I ass shaking actually, is awesome. No, I look away because I don't. I don't like that feeling. I don't like the feeling. Wait, but the feeling isn't negative. It's positive. I'm not thinking for me. Her, well, that's hmm. that's interesting. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I have a smirk on my face. You can't, <laughs> you can't hear it, but they can see it at the table. I hate it when people pretend not to know you. <gasps> this happens in stand-up comedy. All the time. Literally every day. Literally every day. I cannot count how many times I've been on a show with the same person and they refuse to commit my name to memory and they pretend as if I don't exist. Wait a minute, but you don't think because I, like someone like me who forgets like everything, it is so, I am so sincere when I really don't but remember you. But you say I don't remember your and name. I, and I She's was, saying they ignore her. I think you can oh, feel, yeah. I, can, I think you can feel the difference when someone says, you know what, I'm sorry, I don't remember, or or what's your name again? Oh, that's right, we did that thing. I oh, think that's a okay, different conversation okay. got it. than, you're it's not, rudeness. You're okay. not in my yes. orbit. <laughs> okay, got it. Stand up all the time. Oh my God. Just happened on Friday, and I was like. Oh, how wow. creepy. <laughs> I know all of you. Yes. Also, it's weird because in stand-up comedy, you hear somebody's name at least two times every time you right. see them perform. Yeah. At the beginning when someone introduces you and at the end when they say goodbye after their set. So there's really no excuse for not knowing And maybe a third name. time when the MC goes, let's give it up for Diana Dinnerman. Another one, right. one more time. I mean, it is interesting. Oh, wow. Top. That's creepy. It's a form of resistance yeah. to connection. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you've thought about it. fascinating. (laughs) Keep going. I have a lot of things. But really, but now I want to tell a little bit of a story because I thought about it and I thought about, I don't really hate anyone. It is strong to say that, right? It's easy to to be overworked about these small things. Right. Um, But I was trying to think about when I felt hated and I have felt hated before. And I think growing up as a young girl, I felt hated by other girls. Hmm. Yeah. Especially when I was a teenager. Now, I don't know that they did hate me. I doubt it. But I had such a sense of, I had such a sense of unworthiness that I internalized whatever energy was floating around me. And I so remember, you had a paranoia about people feeling... I don't know if it you was didn't... paranoia as much as it was I was incredibly sensitive and I internalized everything and I could tell when I was unwanted and that was a, just a devastating feeling, really, for anybody, I right. think. And I remember the first time I can remember feeling it was when the first time I got friend ghosted. Mm. And I had these two best friends, Maria and Mercedes. And they were horse girls. <laughs> they loved horses. 
and I didn't love horses, but I went along for the ride. And one day, they just stopped talking to me. They now, they could ride me. horses, or they just liked them? Both, both. Both. Okay, okay. Like, they grew up riding horses. That was kind of their thing. And, you know, I tried to pretend I loved them. <clears> horses, how old were you? Mm, maybe sixth, seventh grade, something like that. Sixth, seventh, eighth grade, something. Probably mm-hmm. eighth grade, middle something like that. Yeah, middle schooly. Where things are pretty dicey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a hard time. But hard. I just remember we were friends, and the three of us were friends, and we would get together, and then one day they just stopped talking to me, and the two of them stayed friends, but they totally ghosted me, and I had no idea why. Oh. No idea why. And I was oh, so, so hurtful. Sad. I know. And I, I didn't tell anybody. Like, I didn't tell my mom. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't even know what to do. I just assumed there was something wrong with me. I don't remember what kind of meaning I made out of it. I just remember what a terrible feeling it was. And I remember driving in the car on a vacation and that song, Mercedes Boy by Pebbles, came on. You want to ride in my Mercedes? Yeah, that's the one. And I was like, oh, I used to have a friend named Mercedes. Oh, very sad. It was so sad. I think she friended me on Facebook a couple years ago. Dana, we like, have a surprise for you. We have some. <laughs> <laughs> this I'd is like to this. Come on up. I, she she was liking some of my um, Facebook posts, and I, I didn't feel anything. I'm sure she's a perfectly nice girl. I haven't spoken to anybody that I went to school with in probably 20 years, so I don't know. But it was just that was the first incident I can remember. All of a sudden. They ghosted me. They were still friends. I was persona non grata. They ignored me. Had no oh, idea why. That's so. It's so hurtful at that age oh, too, because worst. you know it's those 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 young girls, those teens, and you know, and you never, see, you know, you it, they just and they don't because they don't know how to work through things or whatever. Oh, and they it have is no really language. devastating. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think then the other times that I felt that, that turned into sort of a pattern, but the other times I felt it is when there was some sort of boy involved. But this will happen, this will happen with junior high girls and high school girls because they don't, they don't, they're not grounded in their only worthiness, right? Like they just want stuff and they're very confused mm-hmm. about how to get what they want. And so I think that's where that mean girls thing comes comes from. The girls really aren't cruel in themselves. They're just incredibly vulnerable. Right. And they have no language to express that vulnerability. Right. Like, there's no safety for it, right? So it just turns into this like <laughs> survival game. And I remember I had I I was the secret girlfriend of the new guy in school who turned out to be the school slut. I always think that's very funny. Like <laughs> the school slut's supposed to be a girl, but in my case it was a boy. <laughs> I, and when we all found out, we all lost our shit. We could not believe that he was hopping around to houses and doing all sorts of things. I was 14 and he was like 17 or 18. He was, Ooh. He was so beautiful. <laughs> okay, good. Ooh. I remember my best friend and I were sitting at the lunch table. I think we were freshmen. No, we were sophomore. We were sophomores. And we were just staring at him, like his chiseled face. I mean, it was unbelievable. And some for some reason, he was interested in me. I don't think so. I think he was just like, he needed quantities. Yes. He needed <laughs> multitudes. Right. So he was interested in me, so we started seeing each other. And then I found out, like, things started getting really weird. And then I found out, I would, like, heard little inklings of things. And then then it somehow ended, and I don't even remember how. And then I found out he was, you know, going around doing this with that person, that with that person. Like, literally everyone's girlfriend was getting a piece of him. Oh, my <laughs> wow. God. It was a major scandal. Look but him up on Facebook. I have. <laughs> I have. Of course she has. I have no desire for contact, Mindy, but I have no time. And, and there was a girl in my, on my cheerleading squad who was also seeing him because everyone was seeing him. Oh, my him. God. And one day it came out, and I don't remember, but I remember writing everything down to, like, for the record. But still I felt that people were mad at me, like they hated me. And I was like, what? But I'm, I didn't do anything. 
Oh, I actually God, had no yeah. idea what was going on. But it was still that sort of girl competitiveness that I just never felt welcomed. And I think I was probably like 15. And, and to, that, to that end, I remember after it ended, I was sort of like, I don't know what I was doing, but I was sort of acting out after that because I, I saw that this guy had permission to just like get what he wanted and do whatever he wanted. And I was like, maybe I should do that. <laughs> so then you became a slut. Well, <laughs> in my way, which yes. was like to do nothing because I, I was not sexually active, but it was just like, I'm interested, but I don't want to do anything. Um, so that was my version of being slutty. And I, I think I made out in the back of the bus with, we'll just call him LG. He <laughs> yeah, has a very good. impressive name. And uh, I made out, well, I was on the softball team one semester, and I made out with him in the back of the bus. And little did I know, he had a girlfriend. He lied to me. I did not know. And again, this happened. And I don't mm. know how, because it was such a tiny school, and everyone knew everything. But then somehow the next day, people found out about it, and the girl that he was seeing, who is now his wife, by the way, <gasps> my, I was a drop in the bucket, um, <laughs> found out, and all of her friends hated me. Hated me. And I was like, again... What did, did I do? Nothing. Yes. Had no idea of anything because I wasn't in like a girl group or anything like that. I was always kind of a loner. You know, I was like a floater. And uh, I really didn't know. But then somebody had decided that my behavior was out of control. And that school slut guy and two of his friends came over to my house to try to talk to me about it. To try to, to try to change you or try the to tell you, this isn't good. The way you're behaving is terrible. Oh, my God. And you can't do this and that. They came to my home. It was... Wow. They bullied That's me. Did the school so ask them to or they just no. came? No, they just came over of their own what accord. What were their tips? I can't even remember. It was so... Don't make out with anyone in the back of the bus or like... I don't know. It oh, was just—it was so traumatizing, yeah, though. Yeah, I'll bet. And I felt like I couldn't tell anybody because clearly they must be right about this. Like mm. I must be in the wrong. But I really wasn't doing anything. It was so strange. Wow. But I remember carrying around that feeling of like people don't like me. Yeah. Girls hate oh. me, and I don't know why. I because men lie, and then girls hate the girls. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. And that's the girls how are it competitive. Plays out. Yeah. Right. See, Before you I, know better. Before uh, you know better. I don't Absolutely. like saying girls are blank. I hate when people say competitive. <laughs> competitive. So what I think is, um, I, I think of a person that I disliked very much in school, and I feel it, it was illogical <laughs> that I disliked her. It was because, and it's interesting what you're saying is, I understand how the world works in a very limited capacity. But like, I've seen enough movies, and we're all watching the same movies. We're all watching the same programming of like. Popular goes popular. This is the, these are the cues or whatever. So there, it's not actually how the world works, but you have some sort of stupid template that like movies and books have shown there's you. There's a system. Right, there's a system. Right. So you, you find your place in that system. You shouldn't. You should 100% act how you want to. But you go like, oh, well, that girl's pretty, so I will defer. That girl, like, you, mm -hmm. you, and you find a way to tease yourself so that people will like you. You find a way to make fun of yourself or lesser yourself so that people like you. You're starting to step into my story, but hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> but then people like you. And so what happened was, because you didn't get the rules, you didn't do that shit. And that's why they didn't like you. Because you weren't operating by the, like, John Hughes manual we all got. That's right. I couldn't flip it. Right. And yeah, lots, I couldn't turn it yeah. around. Yeah. And movies are like that. Like, think about, like, mermaids. We're like, uh, right. like a lot mermaids. of Winona writers, what, a lot of Winona writer movies are people that come in the system and they are like, 
They're Even different. Mean Girls, it's like she doesn't understand right, how right. the Fish system works. Yeah. She's breaking these rules right. yeah. that the rest of us understand, even though they're not real rules, but we don't get them. Right. So I think a lot of times with Mean Girls, it's not that they're mean and they're not competitive. It's that we've been taught these rules and these people come in and they, they're acting out of it. And you're like, what, the, what are you doing? And you're not like, you're not like... All right, all right. I, you're getting into yeah, my yeah, story, sorry. so you guys stop because I got to tell my story. And this I, is all about so my that's story. Why I, uh, I know that, I know that's why I was mean <laughs> to somebody. I wasn't mean to her face, but I resented her from outside because she didn't understand this weird, dumb, like John Hughes rule book that we all had. Yeah, I certainly didn't understand it. I really didn't know how anything worked at all. I did not have the ability. I was incredibly sensitive, and I could like sense power in the room. But when someone's lying to you and you're in need of validation and attention, you believe what they tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You take it, mm-hmm. right? Oh, absolutely. But I remember feeling that way. And that happened, it happened again in my adult life. It happened once in college. One of my roommates and her friends decided to hate me for like a couple days. It passed. <laughs> but I was like, again, here's that thing. They've decided that I have something or I am something or I'm behaving in a way that they don't like. And so they've decided to to gang up, mm-hmm. right? And then I lost um, I lost a really good college friend, and I also had no idea why. I think I went out to visit her in Fort Collins one summer, and you know she'd asked me to come, and I was like, I'll I'll tell you for my job, whatever, and it'll be really cool. It'll be like a college hang all summer, in Colorado, <laughs> so dope, right? And for some reason, she turned on me. She wanted. She invited me there. She wanted nothing to do with me. She was angry Such with me. Such an abandonment, too, too. Like the friend to ghosting you is terrible. And... It's terrible, but, but it does happen yeah. a lot. If somebody in my office just wrote a book about it, Watch Me Disappear by Janelle Brown. Highly recommend. It's a mystery. Ooh, wow. You should read it. And yeah. she wrote an article in Lenny about how this happens between women, and she said she got a ton of comments on Facebook and emails about women who were like, that happened to me, too. It's a girlfriend ghosting, and we don't, like, something in the system broke Oh wow! And one person doesn't know, and then it. Just because I'm so interesting. I, I hate when something's. I hate when something's put on women. Ian and Stephen, will you please mm-hmm. confirm that ghosting happens in male friendships as well? Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah these okay. days. It means Ian, it say it out loud. <laughs> uh, I had a, be- a, be- a former best friend freshman year. We he sat us. We knew each other when we were like ten or nine or something like that. Come fourteen years old. He sat behind me. We never spoke a word to each other for an entire year. Wow. David Shea. And he killed himself in a cave. Oh, that's terrible. Do you remember the 2000... I'm sorry. I didn't even hear hear that. And then I started to talk. Sorry. (laughs) Hey, remember the 2004 show? Do you remember that 2004 blackout in New York City? Yeah. 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 The blackout happened. I had a friend in my living room. I went into the shower. I came out of the shower. And there was a note saying, I can't keep apologizing for who I am. I have never seen them again. (laughs) Wow. And I was like, quite the blackout. Oh. Yeah. yeah, ghosted literally. Oh, you've been hijacked. Are your stories over? I'm so yeah. Sorry. Okay. Shoot. <laughs> I just, well, we, I <laughs> was like, stories over. No, no. I'm sorry. I just didn't. It want, was a bunch. To it come was like, to thank you for circling back. Yes. I feel yeah. complete. Hooray! <laughs> 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 we love you. Okay, Mary Jo, bring us home. I suddenly, I suddenly got really nervous. I don't know why, but I suddenly got like butterflies in my stomach about the story. I don't know why. All right, so like, like I said, I wasn't going to do a list, but you guys inspired me, so I did write some stuff down while you were giving your list. So here's a, a quick list. Um, I hate cold shoulder, both people's behavior and also cold shoulder fashion with the um, tops cut out of the suit. Oh, yes. I hate that. Why do those exist? I hate that. I hate um, vegans and vegetarians with an agenda. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if you choose to eat the way you want to eat, that's fine. Don't put, put it on me. I like my bacon. Um, <laughs> I uh, hate Stevie Wonder. Oh. Yep, I do. Wow. I hate Stevie Wonder. I don't know anyone who hates Stevie Wonder. Yes, you do. Know you know me, and I hate, hate Stevie him. Wonder. Um, I hate minivans. Um, I hate um, I hate that I am addicted to my phone. I hate it, and mm-hmm. I am totally addicted mm-hmm. to my phone. I have a really hard time with it. I'm super aware of it, and I'm super aware of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I hate... Um, I, by the way, I think it's really important in a relationship that the two people in the relationship hate the same things even more than they love the same things, that right? Is, I have the same premise. Yes, yes. <laughs> Super important. If you hate the same things, you can be together Bond forever. Wow. The people you, you hate. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I hate baby corn. I hate I the pentatonics. I, I hate the pentatonics. When you said Manhattan Transfer, I was like, I also hate the pentatonics. Um, I hate That's the acapella band. Yes, yeah, the acapella uh-huh. group. I hate um, uh, uh, <laughs> cooked bell peppers. I hate them. Oh. They're an aggressive flavor, and they take over everything, and they have no business in being in food at all. Bell um, I hate uh, Al Roker, and I hate Al Roker. <laughs> I hate Al Roker with. I can't even explain to you how deep my hatred for Al Roker runs. And it's partly because I hate people who think they're funny and aren't. Yes. And that is Al Roker. And Al, if you're listening, I don't fucking care what you think. Okay. Um, I hate uh, fake fruit flavors. Yeah, I hate hate sweating because I think that it's associated with being overweight and so it makes me gross. (laughs) I hate feeling left out. Mm. I hate feeling insecure and social media feeds that so I oh it's so hard um, I hate people that have a sudden accent like when like <laughs> if somebody is is talking but they say like um, and it's going to be 72 in the real grande so like all Giada of a sudden yeah. makes you crazy who? yes G- oh I hate Giada de Laurentiis yes I hate her she's a nasty nasty human being oh. um, I hate envy <laughs> on the heels of my saying I hate her I hate envy um <laughs> Uh, 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 and I hate walnuts, and, um, yeah, I know, I do, I hate walnuts. Um, and I think I said this, I hate being wrong, I hate being embarrassed, and I hate, because of that, I hate surprises, like, I don't, don't ever throw me a surprise party, because I just get so flipped out that I didn't know something was happening. (laughs) I get so freaked out that, like, this has been going on, and I didn't know, and I get so insecure and scared, it makes me so scared that there was this thing about me that was happening that I had no idea was happening. It freaks me the, it scares the shit out of me. I hate it. Okay, there's my little mini list. Okay, so, um, and I will say this, like, um, we were talking about fish out of water and, like, breaking, like, not understanding the rules of the way the world works, right? So if you listen to this podcast or if you know me at all, you know that I grew up very, um, outside the norm. I was homeschooled my entire life. I um, lived, uh, I was truly a hippie kid, which is not, uh, there's nothing glamorous about that. I just, you know, we lived without running water and electricity a lot and, and had a lot of impetigo and things like that. It was just not pretty. But I was never, ever sort of part of the normal society and the normal system. So I have always felt like I don't know how I'm supposed to behave. And like, I won't play Trivial Pursuit because I have no education and I'm so embarrassed about that. Like, I can't tell you where anything is on a map and I can't, like, I don't, I mean, I know things because I've sought out information and knowledge and I watch a lot of, you know, the History Channel and I read. But um, for the most part, like, I didn't get a traditional education. And so in engaging in conversations around sort of like rudimentary knowledge of the world, I always felt on the outside and less than and embarrassed and I hate that feeling I just hate it 
Um, but but I grew up around a group of kids that were all like that. So I, it was I was not a fish out of water in the beginning in my life. We were all living in a different body of water. And uh, my and my even though my lack of education at the time, my nickname was Know It All. And I loved that. Like, oh my God, you guys see me as smart. That's powerful. It made me feel like in charge and power. And this, I'm telling you, when, I, when I'm talking about being like eight and nine and mm-hmm. 10 years old, I'm talking <laughs> little. Um, you know it all. Like, yes, I am. I know everything. Like, I, I kind of wore it as a badge of honor. So then, flash forward to um, uh, high school age. I'm not in high school, but all my friends are in high school. I now have friends who live in the regular body of water that I'm an outsider of. And, um, I uh, had started hanging out at the high school with my friends. I was not registered at the high school, and they would tr- chase me off campus occasionally for not <laughs> being registered at high school, but um, I would hang out at, uh, at the campus. And so I started to observe all of these things you're talking about, of like that John Hughes sort of way of life that if you, you know, you sort of understand your place in society, you understand your place in the hierarchy of things. And I never understood that. I never knew where I fit in or didn't fit in. I always just felt like I don't, because I don't know, I don't fit in. And people would ask questions like, where do you live? How do you live? Wait a minute, you don't have a bathroom? Like, what do you mean? Like, it was just, it was always very, I was always self-conscious and uncomfortable. But this, this story, and it's not a very long story, but this was the first time that I was very aware of being hated for unknown reasons. Like, uh, you know, my brother and I hated each other. There were reasons for it. We just <laughs> drove each other crazy and we tormented each other and we hate and I that didn't I didn't question that. Um and we I love him and we get along wonderfully now. He's one of my best friends. But you know, as kids we hated each other and um this woman and um her name is Diane, not Diana Dinner. Very different. <laughs> I hate it when people call me Diane. I hate it when people call me Mary. It happens different four or five name. times a day. Um, uh, oh, and I, do, I know I mentioned clowns. Before I get into the story about Diane, um, my family has a long history of um, giving me gifts of things they think I love that I actually hate. <laughs> and it started uh. with, I remember saying to my mother, and my mother remembers this, and she, yeah, but she thinks it's hilarious, where I was like, I hate the color orange, I hate the color orange, don't ever get me anything orange, don't get me anything orange. And then on Christmas, I got a orange down jacket like one of those huge puffy oh, orange God. down jackets like orange. and a fat kid oh. in a down jacket is such a bad no. idea and then that it's orange oh. I just look like <laughs> I look like a peep that had been microwaved yeah. and like was popping out in the wrong places oh. um, so that was bad that was really really bad um, okay so now so now I'm probably 15 and yeah I think I'm 15 and there's this girl who is a mean girl, I guess. She was a mean girl. Um, although she was a girl I, who was mean. Let's she was a girl that. who was mean. <laughs> Here's the thing. Mm. In, in the Jean Hughes world, those girls are usually very pretty. Mm-hmm. Very classically mm-hmm. pretty. There isn't a whole lot remarkable about them outside of pretty. Mm-hmm. They, are, they are aesthetically pleasing to look at. And, and there's nothing, you know, there's not, they don't have a gap tooth or a, you know, a hairy mole or I don't know. Like, there's no, <laughs> this girl was the exception to that. I don't know how yeah. she had fucking balls on her because yeah. she was <laughs> not anywhere close to being the prettiest girl in the world. Um, and she hated me. And I, to this day, I don't know why she hated me. And it was really the first time that anybody had hated me without me knowing it. 
I can be a bitch. I can be an asshole. I can be rude. There's a million things about me that maybe gave you <laughs> just cause to hate me in a moment or for an extended period of time. But um, this was the really the very, very first time. And, and I, too, somebody talked about earlier about, like, using humor to diffuse it. Was it you? Mm-mm. Mm. I think I said it. Because the pretty... Popular girls were nice to me. It was the yeah, mean, me too. not attractive would, girls who so were I got, to me. I got Pretty teased about look- my weight all the time. Oh, and yeah. so I, but I would diffuse it with humor. I would put a, put myself in a giant green trash bag and roll around the floor and say I was the blob. Like, I would make him <gasps> laugh about it. Oh. oh. Don't, no, don't go. We'll, we'll talk about that another time. Um, but this was like, this is somebody who doesn't know me, with whom I've had no interaction that I'm aware of, who truly is out to get me. And people would tell me, like, Diane hates you. Why? What did I do? I don't know. She just hates you. And she's, like, coming for you. And I did not. <laughs> oh, my God. God. I really? didn't know this girl. I didn't. I mean, I was, I would rack my brain. Like, what happened? Like, what? And look, I was a, I was a shitty teenager. I was not sober most of the time. I could have had a run-in with her that I have no memory of. It's quite possible. But I really, and I would ask my friends, like, why? What? You know, did we see each other at a party? Did something happen? No, nobody could tell me why, but this girl was fucking out for me. And it was literally, and this was like a John Hughes film, like, walk down the, the hallways in the high school and, like, she would bump, <gasps> you know, like, bump you, oh. and, you're, and, you and, and you'd turn and you'd see her and she'd just give you the eye. Wow. And I was like, what is, I don't understand. Why does this girl hate me? I don't know why this, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It all came to a head. Oh. One afternoon. <laughs> in the quad on the high school grounds. It was sort of like, I'd been told for weeks, like, she's going to get you, she's out for you, and, and you better watch your back. And she, and I was like, and I, so I thought, well, all right, I got I to gotta go find out what this is, right? Like, I got to go put, I got to lock eyes with this girl and be like, all right, what the hell is going on, right? And I, in my mind, I thought, like, this is a power move. Like, I'm going to come to her with, like, balls and honesty and be like, it seems like maybe we you have like some tension with me and like the hippie kid, right? Like I'm yeah. gonna work this out and it's gonna be very like we're gonna light some incense and some uh, we're gonna work this out and it'll be it'll be fine and um and so I went up to her on the quad and I said um, I said something like um, Hey, do you have a second or something like really benign? And she was like, Not for you, fatso. <gasps> and I was like, and I and that it's like. Uh, the the my weight thing is so sensitive. You know when you're a kid, like you just. Right. So, I mean, even t- yeah. still today, like, uh, but but in that moment, like because it was because there'd been all this buildup, and I was just like, I really don't know why this girl doesn't like me. There's no reason that I'm aware of that this girl would have any beef with me whatsoever. And and now I so now I'm gonna just describe her because this is important to the <laughs> the next part of this story. She was, um, this is in the 80s, so she's, um, she was wearing, you know, like, she's very thin and tall and long brown hair and kind of feathered back, kind of, kind of Christy McNichol-y, okay, mm-hmm. and, um, like, corduroy hip hugger pants mm-hmm. and, and tight little, like, um, white t-shirts with the, the, the colored band around, like, cap sleeves mm-hmm. and, like, some cute saying on I'm like she was very like she's hip she was super hip <laughs> and very like um 
Yeah, like Christy McNichol. Like she had a little attitude, and I and I was not like Christy McNichol, and I loved Christy McNichol. I thought Christy McNichol had a lot of attitude, in a good way, <laughs> and I just felt like I was afraid of everything because I was. Um, but in that moment, I was like, when she called me fatso, and I was in front of you know like a bunch of kids, wow. right? Oh, and this is the other thing about her. This is what I say that she was not your typical beautiful girl. Her face was super narrow. <laughs> like really like narrow. A horse. I was going to say like, like a, a horse. horse face. Like a horse. She was definitely horse faced. And I can say that. Wow. Um, and when she said that, <clears throat> okay. So, and, and everything was narrow. So that like, it's almost like, like, well, I, I said, um, and she had she she had a couple of like um, pimples, acne, acne scars, and I said, "Oh yeah, well I could play connect the pock marks on your face," oh. and, and the and the people around us oh. like, oh. This was like a thing. Like people are like inching closer, and you can feel that energy rising. And she says, um, and she said, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." And I said, "Why?" Like in a minute, for a second, I was like, "Why is this happening?" Yeah. And then, uh, and she said, uh, "She said, get out of my way." And I said, "Um, "Your face." Looks like it got slammed in a sliding glass. That's <laughs> oh, oh, a good burn. And she charged me. Oh, <gasps> she charged me, and it was literally like it was girl fight. It was like two girls just like wrestling around on the ground, like oh, oh, fighting and hair pulling and punching, but not very good. Like neither one of us were very good at it. Oh and my, my nose God. got broken. There's blood all over oh the place. My God. Oh yeah, no, serious fight. We're fighting and we're fighting. And people are screaming. And it really was. And like, nobody's trying to. Stop. And I'm, I'm sure, and I have no conscious memory of this, but I'm sure there was a part of me that was like, this is normal. Like, I fit uh, in this moment right now. You know what I mean? Like, this was cool. Yeah. I'm scrapping it up in the public high school like a normal kid. Oh, my God. And, yeah, then, of course, teachers Somebody. come over. Mrs. Arcy, who was the vice principal, who um, hated me and did not want me on campus and would chase me off all the time, and she... Uh, was short. She was like five feet tall <laughs> and had a pixie haircut, but she had a long rat tail. Yeah. Oh. And it was always my fancy oh to my cut God. that fucking thing off. I wanted to rat just tail. get a pair of scissors and just cut that thing off. Yeah, she was just oh creepy. Just so <laughs> creepy. And uh, and she ripped me off of they. She and this other teacher ripped us apart. And she said, "Get the hell off this campus!" And it's like because of course I'm the bad kid, right? Because like, right. I'm Cause dropping you don't in there. Yes. I don't belong there. Pony boy. That's right. And uh, and I walk. I'm walking home, and just like, and I'm bloody, and I'm crying, oh. and it was like, and I still to this, I have no idea what I did to this girl. And after that, we never really had much of an interaction. Like that was the end of it. So whatever it was was dissipated, or wow, that's gone. so interesting. Would don't you just want to just? It was just gone. Yeah. Like that was it. And and I and I don't think there was anything. I think I was a I was a easy. We I think we I think. Who knows? She needed to hate something. I was there. You were there. an other. You were I was an other. Yeah. I didn't fit in with anybody. No. I mean, I hung out with the drama kids. That was my thing. Like, I hung out with the drama kids, but mostly, like, I, I just, I wanted to belong so badly yeah. and wanted to be a part of so badly. That, but also, as because of that, like, I was so careful not to piss people off. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to be welcome mm-hmm. where I was. Not Diane. And, not but Diane. 
She did not want. Did you ever? Did you ever look at her? Look her up on Facebook? I've tried. I don't know. Remember her last, her last name. name? Yeah. Um. And and uh. And when you put Diane Horseface into Facebook, you oh. nothing. <laughs> uh, nothing. That's you so don't get anything. Or, or maybe you could put Diane. Uh, well, let's see. I'm just trying to think. Diane from whatever year in city. Yeah, I could try again. Yeah. I have definitely you looked. I've know. definitely looked. And the thing, I think the thing that, um, when I, I when I said your face looks like it got slammed in a sliding glass <laughs> door, I really felt like in that moment, like this is the thing that she'll hate the most. Like I felt like I, I picked You really the thing. got it. Yes, you got I, to her. But I knew that. Like I was using it as a weapon in a very specific way. I didn't try to stop things. I didn't try to like be the calming voice. It was just like. And it was the first time I'd been in a physical altercation with somebody other than, like, one of my siblings or something. You know, like, it was the first time that I had been hit in the face, like, punched in the Did face. Did you do any damage to her? Oh, yeah, we were both a mess. Well, you scratches broke nose, and I broke, yeah, I got my nose broken. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't nose. really know. That must have hurt. Mm. Oh, it hurt mm. so bad. I'm so impressed with the hood spot, though. It's just, like, I was Hers? so... Both of yours. She like, had. Uh, there was just such a weird like. What you guys went to town because you were young. I could have never like, done that. No, I I've never had never a physical altercation in my entire life. Well, well I was run. not prepared for it. Away. I was not. Yeah, I did not see it coming. I did not think that was going to happen. Even with my nasty comment, I did not expect to be physically assaulted. <laughs> just <to be> clear. <laughs> no, but you also you know you didn't run away. So you did. You had this. There was something that was like, oh, yeah? I'll double yeah. down. Well, yeah, I'm going to give it to you, too, and as opposed to someone like me. He'd be like, <laughs> Oh, and, but I, and, and then afterwards, I was just crying. Like it's, I try to hold it together. And yeah. speaking of being, like, I was on a set yesterday working, and not as an actor, but as a producer, and um, I was not treated well by other producers and talent. And it was so overwhelming because these people are so famous and so wealthy and so set for the rest of their lives that they play it smart. They're set for the rest of their lives. I know. Why Bad are you is rewarded. treating people so badly? It's just mind blowing. You, you to almost me. want to like pull, pull them aside and just. <laughs> I'm just curious. Yes, I want. I, to. I want to know what would your mother say. Yeah. I, love, I was thinking about like the moms of whatever. So like, hold on, come here. Like, can I yeah. just talk to you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be like, I really, listen, I'm, I'm so here nice. from yeah. you. I'm here to serve you. And I don't think they have a like perception a of it. Because I don't either. I don't either. They're so distanced from that level yeah. that the empathic connection has been cut. That's yeah. what's happened. Yeah. And, and we're along the way. Like, I always think... That a lot of times it's not the it's not the the celebrity or the star it's all the people around yes. them that have created this monster yes. and this person. <clears throat> but I look at someone like working with um, uh, Wendy McClendon Covey and working with even people like um, uh, Kristen Wiig. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people that are incredibly grounded yes. and beautiful and kind and generous and yeah. that, it, that 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 isn't who they are and they won't allow that yes. to change yes. you're very sure. conscious right? of it it's yeah. a conscious and it's decision rare but uh, but when you when you run yep. and i and real quickly not to do that but i was sitting mm-hmm. next to colin hanks when i was doing this one job and he just couldn't have been sweeter and lovelier yeah he's very four nice. other people in the trailer, did give me the time of day. Yeah. Colin Hanks and I go to the same butcher, and he's always very nice about me. <laughs> but look where he, how he was raised. All right, Mary Jo, were you done? Well, the one thing I was going to say, because I did sit, sort of mention to you that I was going to talk about clowns, because that is the other thing that my <laughs> family... Hate. Are you afraid of or do you hate? I, I don't, I'm not afraid of or hate <laughs> clowns, but when I was like 
10 or 9 maybe, we took a trip to Mexico. We were given a small amount of money to buy ourselves something, to, like a memento souvenir of some kind. I chose a uh, like a craft handmade, or who knows handmade, I thought it was handmade at the time, hmm. made by the locals, little clown. It was like a little paper mache clown. And um, and it Heco in Mexico. Oh, I like just did that. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did it. Um, on the backside, and uh, and I was like, this is so cute, right? So I bought it. This was my memento, and uh, that small uh, act created a butterfly effect that transited to Mary Jo loves clowns. <laughs> for years. Oh. That's hysterical. For years, I would get clowns, statues, dolls, uh, yeah. shirts, yeah. wallets. Look, I found you a wall, Velcro wallet with a clown on it. Like, just clowns. And I had, and, and I hated them. That is the weirdest. I don't know anyone that loves them, so. And I, had, and I really? hated, I just yeah. hated that I, it, once again, it's like, you misunderstood. I didn't buy it because I liked I had that, too. I, there was a turtle phase. And a, <laughs> yeah, people trying to put a frog phase, phase like on Like, madness me. of, uh-huh, of uh-huh, shoes uh-huh, and things. Uh-huh. I was like, I don't love But that was my story. Thank you, Mary Jo. Thank you. I have a follow-up question for you. Yeah. Baby corn. You put. Those aren't real corn. Do you put water chestnuts and bamboo shoots in the same category? No. No. Baby corn isn't corn. No. Water chestnuts are interesting, and <laughs> I know that you not. used to hate water chestnuts, and now you like water oh, chestnuts. Yeah, and now I, I like them. them. And I, I like, the, those, are one, those are the kind of foods that, that they belong in some things and not in others. Yeah, so when they're, when they're appropriate for, like, some kind of a purist, like with the cheeseburger, and I, too, agree, in and out not the best. Um, I like lettuce, tomato, onion. Right. Don't I don't want... I don't want anything else. I don't want bacon on it. I don't want mushrooms on it. I don't want avocado on it. I just want a burger. You don't want a pepper on it. No. I just want like a typical burger. I like, feel the same way about that. Baby corn has no place in anything, basically. No, baby corn has why no place. Why do they taste. make it? I used yeah. to smell a supreme Nobody. pizza and go, I hate mushrooms. Why do I? Why does this pizza smell so good? And I realized it was cooked peppers. Mm. Yeah, no, there's a I make a corn souffle. Oh, well, I love that. that is, but not with baby but corn. But I don't know if they're baby corn pieces. No, I don't think No, you're, you're talking, talking about the those little baby corn. The Chinese Oh, like Tom Hanks ate in big. Oh, okay. It's almost like a pickle. I'm yes, it's like a pickle. How big are these little baby corn? Oh, like a tiny. I don't got know it. I love corn. And right. I love a corn pudding. Okay, got it. Sorry. We've got to wrap this and up. we got to wrap we, it up. I think it turns out we could all talk about what we hate for a <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so Mindy, tell people where they can find you. What's your social media? Oh, Lord, this is so hard. Okay, so Instagram is Mindy Stir, S-T-E-R. And uh, Twitter is Ms. M-S, Mindy Sterling. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, where else? Don't come to my home. Yeah, any place people can see you in the uh, Well, you know, um, uh, the Cooking with Gas on Thursday nights. Um, at the I, At the Groundlings. I'm sorry. Uh, I Every other week I direct, and sometimes I'm in it. Um, and what do I have coming out? I just did a Nobody's. Um, oh, cool. So that will be sometime next year. And then um, in January, I think it's the second season of a series of Unfortunate Events. So mm-hmm. I did two episodes mm-hmm. of that. Um uh, and I'm recurring in the Goldbergs. There we go. Yay! Jeff's mom. Goldbergs. Jeff's mom. Jeff's mom. Yes. Yes. I love uh, my handle is I am Stephen G. That's with a PH. Yes. I am Stephen G. with a PH. Um, you can go on to Showtime, watch my series, uh, I'm Dying Up Here, Jim Carrey's oh, homage yes. to stand up in the 70s. I play a guy named Sally Patterson. <gasps> so great. That's who you are! Uh, <laughs> oh my Long, God! Yeah, oh my 
my great with God, long you're hair. awesome. Oh, thank you. Oh my God, that was driving me crazy. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Look at you. I'm genuinely so like, I, now I'm like, oh my God, you're so cool. You're so okay. sweet. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Uh, and if you're in LA in January, you can come by. I, I'm directing the big uh, CBS Diversity Showcase. You'll see like 22 up and coming diverse comedians That's at the great. El Portal Theater. Where's yeah. that? Where's the El Portal? El Portal's in North Hollywood, the big one that's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Lancashire. Oh, awesome. I yeah, we come. run for a week. So I would come tell me see us. Diana. Okay. Where can you find me? Well, <laughs> you can find my shows and stuff at my website, which is dianadinnerman.com. I have to go to my own page to know what the show is. <laughs> okay? But I list them up there, and that thing gets updated all the time. I, I'm not very good about announcing them. Uh, Twitter is at ddinnerman with one N. And, and then, definitely follow her on Twitter. She's very funny. Oh, thank you. That's very nice. True. And not let me in the ask you, do you, showcase, do, you uh, do you keep up your own website or somebody else's? I else do, because okay. there's not an, I'm not busy enough for, okay. to justify paying someone. Amen, <laughs> sister. No. Do you have any diversity that I can utilize? Yes, I'm a woman over a certain age. <laughs> yeah. Yes! <laughs> Lady, love and, it. Uh, oh wait, we're not. Oh yeah, about. my Instagram is dl I, I can you can see me complaining about my choir on my Instagram. That's oh. all I want to see. <laughs> yes, I know. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Ian. Uh, Ian screams on Instagram. And <laughs> Chick is uh, at T Chick Photo um, on Facebook and and Instagram uh, and Twitter too. Um, and uh, I'm at Mary Jo L A on Twitter. I'm. Uh, at Mary Jo underscore LA on Instagram, but I'm never on there. I think I've posted one picture of food <laughs> once. Um, and uh, Facebook, Mary Jo Smith, public account, help yourself. And um, and I'm engaged to a trans man. I don't know that makes me queer. Oh, so I'm happy yes. to participate really? in your diversity group. Oh, my goodness. I don't know how I would, but we I'm have happy to apply. <laughs> we have to apply. Um, <laughs> you can skip the audition. Right? Yeah, I'm at Colleen Smee on. Uh, Twitter. C-O-L-L-E-E-N-S-M-I. And at Colleen Marie Smee on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Correct? Correct. Um, and then we are www.myfirsttimepodcast.net. And the first time is first is spelled out. And then you can see everybody's pictures and past episodes. And we stream on SoundCloud and Instagram. I, uh, no, iTunes. iTunes, not Instagram. Not Sorry. Instagram. <laughs> I had a half a bottle of wine and no dinner. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for coming. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. This has and been happy so fun. Happy New So oh.